What's going on? You heard the banjos. You know that means it's time for Showdown Hoedown Thursday Night Football. It makes me warm and fuzzy inside. You know what doesn't? That negative 400 degree weather out there. I don't know when it up and became the coldest day of my life, but it did. I ain't going outside. I'll just sit around and make YouTube videos. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. I'm a high-limit DFS player who focuses on... Golf and football is all I got time for. You can see my uh, December schedule. If you like the cut of my jib, come check it out. I focus on trying to help you not suck so bad at DFS because it's hard. And I offer a little bit more game theory than most of the bros in this industry. So if you if, if you enjoy it, hang around. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, I think I need to lead off by talking about this thing. You see that? People want this, and I'm giving it away this week because the big guy's got the Santa hat on. He's in a giving mood. By the way, in case you think that's fake, look, I got it right here. Oh, hold on. Boom! Giving it away this week. All you got to do to get in the drawing is simply just go leave a comment on this video or go like and retweet it on Twitter or do both and you get on there twice. There you go. I'll be giving away shipping it out. I think I'm going to do it on the Sunday show. You know what? Because the Sunday show is only three games and no one's going to fucking watch it. So I'll do, I'll do the spinny wheel on there, you mother fathers. So come check that out because... If you don't know, the main slate this week is on uh, Saturday, so I'll be doing my final thoughts video for that on Friday, so you can have a little bit of time to get your lineups together, but I'll also do another one Saturday night, Christmas Eve, because you know the big guy don't have a life. So there you go. Let's get going. That's uh, that's that's all we got. Leave a comment. Oh, and hang around till the end for my spicy, spicy take. All right, we're going to start with contest selection tonight. What do you need to know about contest selection? Well, the first one you need to know is, yes, it is Christmas, the time of year for miracles, but it ain't going to be winning this tournament, you donkey dick. So don't play in this. If you do, you max enter, and I'll leave you alone. If you don't, you're a moron. So what I want you to do is I want you to focus on tournaments that you're going to max enter. I want to hit this contest uh, uh, selection um, a, a, a strategy with you one more time. If you have a lineup tonight you really like, you have this hot take on what the script's going to be tonight, you go build your dream lineup, right? Where all six pieces make sense. They're correlated together, right? Where, you know, this game is going to play out a certain way and these are the most likely pieces to do that. And then I want you to go take that and put it in a single entry. But then what I want you to do is I want you to say, but there is a path that maybe it's not uh, Elijah Moore that should be my last guy in. Maybe it should be Braxton Berrios. And I want you to just go take one that one guy out and just put that one guy in and go put that in another single entry, right? I want you to do that three or four times getting you know your fourth or, or your fifth or sixth final piece in your lineups, just one off. Just trade them out for one other guy that basically provides the same role as them, right? Maybe you have uh, Z Knight in your lineup. Go switch it to Michael Carter because those two make sense one of them will go off I doubt both of them do it could happen right that's all I want you to do do that four or five times and have one version of that lineup in enter in a bunch of single entries different different values uh, or even a three max but just make sure you're max entering try that I'm telling you this is a proven strategy that so many top players do that no one does okay Hey, for week long this Saturday, go get in my contest. Absolutely free. No, uh, no, no, no strings attached. All you got to do is simply uh, enter it. If you win, free millionaire maker ticket with me. Me and you will build it together. The winner gets, or it will split the profits 50-50. Second place gets a free month on my Discord, which people fucking love. All right, let's get to the game tonight. That's why you're here, and we don't got all day, you mother father. Uh, it's up in Joyzy, because if you don't know, that's where they play. I know they're the New York Jets, but they want to mind fuck you. I guess it's cheaper over in New Jersey. I'm sure there's some reason. 
But as you can see, it is going to be rainy tonight. It is going to be cold tonight. Uh, not as cold as I would think. Not as cold as it is here, that's for sure. And so uh, I, I, I think we need to take into account precipitation because if we've talked about this once, we've talked about it 100 times, precipitation does affect the outcome of games, especially in DFS. There's about 3 to 5% less scoring. And here's something you may not know. It also changes the way teams play and they run the ball more, which actually makes defenses less viable because there's fewer opportunities to score points on passing plays. And also it makes teams go for it on fourth down more often and kick the field goal less in wet conditions fact of the fucking day there you go so some things to consider it kind of affects all parts of this game so let's get to it. We'll be using Run the Sims as we always do. Best tool assisted site out there, as you can see. Uh, once again, the NFL said, hey, what's the worst? Hey, hey, I got a question. What's the worst fucking game that we could put on primetime? Jets and Jags, I like that. And so that's what they do. And so now we have another 37-point total game. My God, man. My God. And uh, a one-and-a-half-point line. So it's going to be a competitive game. Uh, we got two teams that actually uh, are going to be in poor conditions. The Jets play pretty good defense. I don't know if I want to say the Jags play good defense. They have been trending in the better direction. Um, we got a couple second-year quarterbacks that were supposed to be good. Haven't quite got there yet. But with that said, this matters, right? This total matters because when you see a total that low, you should initially, you should almost always be leaning towards kickers, defenses, tight ends, uh, and running backs because those guys tend to out uh, score wide receivers and quarterbacks in low scoring games. That's just a fact, right? You want to get quarterbacks and wide receivers in high scoring games. You want the other positions in low scoring games. But with the weather, maybe it's a little trickier than that tonight. As you can see, the only major injury news, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he, he was limited in practice Wednesday, but the big guy's going to play. There's no reason to think he's going to be out. Mike White is still out, so Zach Wilson will definitely be starting. Z Knight was a uh, full participant. He's going to be good to go. Uh, it does appear that the two, uh, the only one that you could maybe even consider an injury is Denzel Mims out, which I think may free up a little value for the Jets' fourth receiver. You know, it'll, it'll be a little bit more clear who's going to be on the field in the four wide receiver sets if we even see that tonight. So let's run the Sims and see what we got. As you can see the most optimized player tonight the guy who shows up in the optimals more than any other player in this game zach wilson you're like, how the hell zach wilson number one that model must be broken no well let me just tell you a little secret quarterbacks touch the ball every play and zach wilson actually offers a decent upside with his rushing and Zach Wilson just came off of a 20-point game last week. And Zach Wilson is playing in a game environment where a quarterback under 10,000 can very easily get there. So as you can see, no one's going to want to play Zach Wilson tonight, but he is the most highly leveraged player. So we'll start there. We'll start with the Jets, right? We're going to break it down team by team. I'll give you some punts. Uh, with the Jets, Zach Wilson is super viable. But there's also a, a path to fade him. If you were going to be chalky, I'd be super excited to fade him. Because quarterbacks, uh, you know, in tough conditions, a lot of times are great to fade. But on the flip side of that, quarterbacks who are low-owned are tremendous leverage plays. The real question to me with the, the Jets is who to play at running back. I think you're going to see them probably run the ball something like 55 to 60% of the time tonight. And so your question is, do you play Z Knight, who is 7,000, a very fair price? As you can see, he's actually coming in at 56% ownership, one of the highest owned players, which makes sense. But the sneakier play, I think, is an overpriced $6,400 Michael Carter. He has been getting a decent amount of the shares. He's been getting a decent amount of the goal line goal work. And we know that he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So because of that, Michael Carter, I think, might be a very sneaky play, but I think that you want to uh, pick one of these guys, and if you have some narrative that maybe the Jets are going to blow out the Jags tonight, I think you could probably get away with putting them both in a lineup, but I think that only works in certain scripts, so be careful sticking those two together, okay? For wide receivers for the Jets, uh, we Garrett Wilson has truly become their number one. He has become a usage monster. Uh, only thing you got to worry about is so many of his passes tend to be, he has a very high 
a dot average depth of target and you got to wonder are they going to be throwing the ball down the field to those 15 20 25 yard passes that he catches so frequently in these conditions if you're not worried about the weather and you think that this game's going to play out like normal and weather's not going to affect it well then Garrett Wilson at 9,000 is the fucking steal play of the game he is a nuts play he is unbelievable uh for the upside and consistency that he offers you versus his price right but if you think this game is going to be a little bit more sloggy and not as much downfield and it's going to, you know, they're not going to be taking a lot of chances, well, then I think you really want to start looking at wide receivers more like Elijah Moore and Corey Davis and maybe even Braxton Berrios, guys who are running shorter routes and and, and are going to do a lot of run after catch, right? Get a little get a little yak for us, okay? Those wide receivers start to become very viable uh, and if they're throwing shorter passes because, as we know, a full-point PPR really adds up. If you can get the five catches and 50 yards uh, with Braxton Berrios, 10 points on 1,600 is going to get you there, brother. Uh, for the for the Jets, or yeah, for the Jets, their kicker Zerline, as you can see, is actually a, a plus EV play. He's projected at twenty nine percent ownership. He's showing up in the optimals almost a third of the time. So if you're not worried, you know maybe he's used to kicking in the shitty conditions. I tend to uh, you know not love kickers tonight, uh, but I will tell you some Jets defense. The Jets defense will get after your ass. Trevor Lawrence has a pick six or two in him at any time, uh, and uh, you know I'm not convinced that the Jags offensive line is the best pass blocking set out there. On the flip side, with the Jags, uh, it, it's going to start with ETN. ETN offers a pretty nice floor because he has a cutout game out of the backfield uh, receiving. Uh, they, they haven't. Re- he's still, even though he hasn't been super efficient recently, he is still definitely their number one wider, uh, number one uh, rusher. So ETN has a very nice role cutout. But you got to ask yourself what kind of role this is, or what kind of script this is, because there has been games in which ETN has been kind of scripted out of the game for some reason. Uh, when they get behind, they just don't seem to like him as much. He's actually he catches the ball way more when they're ahead than when they're behind. You fucking tell me. I have no idea. Trevor Lawrence at 11400 is just grossly overpriced. Uh, people are going to play him because he's a quarterback, but as I just said, why I would love to play Zach Wilson tonight is probably why Trevor Lawrence is a little bit off of my radar tonight because, it, you know, like, first of all, 77% ownership is laughable, but here's what we know. The pricing is generally soft in this game. There's not a lot of great pay-up options, and people follow one rule in DFS. Spend all your fucking money, and if we know that, we know they're going to get up to 11400 Trevor Lawrence, and there is definitely a path for him not to do anything tonight. As you can see, he's the most negatively leveraged play uh, on the on the slate tonight. However, if you think the Jags are going to blow out the Jets or you think this game somehow becomes a shootout, there's no way you can fade Trevor Lawrence. He'll almost certainly get there, right? Uh, I will tell you this. My favorite play from the uh, Jags backfield might just be a little sneaky Jermichael Hasty. Yes, he's not on the field very much, but here's the one thing I can tell you about him. At 2,800, they, he has plays that are specifically designed for him, right? And there's some value in that to know that they are drawing up plays for him, and he is electric as hell. Jamichael Hasty could be a sneaky play as that last guy in your lineup tonight, and all you need him to do is just hit one big end around, you know, and he's broken the slate, right? So that is my sneaky play for Jacksonville's backfield to keep an eye on. Am I telling you he's going to go off? No, because no one fucking knows what they're going to do. I'm telling you to consider him, Bob. All right, wide receivers. This is the, We got the sauce problem tonight, right? If you don't know, sauce is the badass uh, cornerback from the Jets, and basically whoever he's covering is like lockdown city, right? And so I think that you know most people are going to assume he's going to guard Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk at 10200 seems overpriced, but once again, with the soft options, I think his ownership will still be high. So the question is, does he guard Christian Kirk? That's what conventional wisdom would lead us to believe. However, I think that maybe he guards Zay Jones, because if you haven't noticed over the past several weeks, Zay Jones has essentially become the number one wide receiver for the Jags. 
He is running as many routes uh, as uh, Kirk and out-targeting him. So uh, maybe he follows Zay Jones around, right? And so if you have some insider information, you go on that. But let's face it, Bob, you're just guessing. You're just guessing, new guy. Um, so uh, I, I, that makes a third wide receiver like Marvin Jones Jr. really stick out to me. Okay, Marvin Jones Jr. is still highly involved in this offense. He's going to probably, surely not see the uh, the the not coverage. All right, <laughs> the not coverage. He's definitely not going to see the sauce coverage. Sorry, I got other things on my mind. Or maybe it's Evan Ingram, who over the past several weeks has maybe emerged as uh, Trevor Lawrence's favorite target. Right, seventy six hundred is pretty pricey for a tight end, but man, he almost feels like a receiver recently. Which reminds me, I totally forgot to talk about Tyler Conklin at thirty two hundred. A steal play tonight, right? Uh, I love Tyler Conklin at thirty. 200 a tremendous pay down option and the crazy thing is it looks like he's not getting too much ownership so uh he might be a a a play tonight to really consider 14 percent ownership for conklin who is very involved in their offense give them to me all right best captains tonight i think your best captains are probably going to be running backs i think that you can get away with uh knight or carter I also think Zach Wilson is viable for the Jets. And over for Jacksonville, I really like ETN, or I like kind of a punt with uh, 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 Marvin, uh, not Marvin, uh, 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 where the hell? There he is, Marvin Jones Jr. Let's go, brother. Or maybe, maybe a Jermichael Hasty if you're feeling really saucy. But let me tell you why I don't love Jermichael Hasty as the captain. You don't need to get that cute. When you put a cheap guy at captain, you're usually doing that to save salary. Do you really need to save salary tonight with all this soft pricing? I don't know. I think that if I'm going to play Hasty, I probably want him as a flex, not as a captain. So, uh, the last one is some good punt options. We've already talked about a lot of them. Uh, to me, a punt is anybody below 4,000. Um, you know, that's a position player usually. So Conklin is amazing. I really like Jermichael Hasty. I think Berrios is sneaky and uh, Jamal, Ag- uh, 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 not Jamal Agnew, uh, Jermichael Hasty. There you go. Those are some of my favorite punts. And I, matter of fact, I don't even mind Agnew because they run special plays to get him the ball too. And he's pretty electric. Uh, once again, I these these sleeper plays, these are guys you want to be the fifth or sixth guy in your lineup, right? Don't go putting them as captain, right? And trying to get too cute because you're basically building a lineup that's already dead. So there you go. Hey, I totally don't even forgot to tell you. Go like and subscribe. The new guy is almost, uh, what the hell am I at? Like 2,200. So go like and subscribe. Hang around for my spicy take in just a second. Don't forget, hey, I think I'm building my own website. What the fuck is my life? What is my life right now? But in the meantime, I'm still on Patreon. Uh, I have a whole Discord where I make special content for them. Come check it out. Uh, uh, we're growing every day, you mother father. Go give me a follow on Twitter. Uh, make sure to like and retweet to get the sweater. And uh, don't, feel, don't be afraid to reach out to me. I don't blow people off. I don't take myself too serious like so many dickheads in this industry. I will give you a time, uh, a thoughtful and timely response because that's how I roll, you mother father. All right, let's end right here. My spicy take tonight, Zach Wilson. All right, why Zach Wilson? First of all, am I telling you to play Zach Wilson? No, I don't give a shit who you play. But here's what I want you to consider. He is going to be the most highly leveraged player on the slate tonight. You're getting a quarterback at under 10,000, which is actually very rare uh, in Uh, showdown, right? You're getting a quarterback who is coming off of a good game. He had nearly 20 points, 20 DFS points in his last game. You're getting a quarterback that offers a generally safe floor because he actually offers some rushing upside. And you're playing a quarterback who is growing uh, in in momentum and is going to carry over his good play with tons of weapons around him. And in all of this game, if it's going to be rainy and nasty, there is a way for Zach Wilson to outpace everybody else simply because there's just not a lot of points being scored. And at least he's the one guy with the ball in his hands. So that is something to consider. Zach Wilson is the best leverage play tonight. If you're not a leverage guy and you're a guy that just goes with your picks and goes with your feelings, well, then fucking ignore this, okay? But if you're somebody that's playing the leverage game and understanding 
understanding that it's about how often they're in the optimal versus how highly they're owned. There's no play better tonight than Zach Wilson. I think that's all I got tonight, fellas. I hope you kick some ass. I hope you send me some screenshots, and I hope to see you Saturday for the final thoughts. Actually, it'll be tomorrow, Friday, and then I'll be giving away the sweater Saturday for the Sunday show. It's confusing as fuck. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I do know this. I hope you enjoy my outro, you mother father. Thank <laughs> you.